Welcome to the Bottom Dwellers Dive Shack, a podcast for commercial divers by commercial divers. I'm your host, Armando, and co-host, Johnny. Today in the Dive Shack, we have a good friend of mine, JC. He's a freelance commercial diver from Long Beach, California. He's going to be sharing some sea stories, some near misses, and we're also going to be reviewing a beer from Pizza Port. So turn up those comms and stand by. Here we go. All right. Well, we were going to have a JC on the show, but yeah, it has just come to light that he is a 49ers fan. Uh, this is definitely a Raiders uh, friendly show. That's right. I don't know how this is going to go down. Um, yeah, this is not friendly now. I sent him the invite, so I don't know if I can resend it. Once it's out in cyberspace, that's it, right? Yeah, it's in the cloud. It's gone. It's right above us. Okay, well, I guess, uh, guess we'll he might get stabbed. Or he might not show up just like the 49ers. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. Uh-oh. I'm going to start drinking. <laughs> can't start drinking. You got to wait. There he hey, is. Yo. Hey, JC, how's it going? Tom Chad, one, two, three. How you got me? Oh, Doing man. good. Got you. Got you. Right, 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 right. Licking chicken. Five. Hey, so uh, I sent you the invite. But Johnny over here said that I yeah. probably should have rescinded it because he you was uh, doing some background info on you. He was vetting you. Oh, right on. Found out that you're a 49ers fan. Oh, man, I wore my Dodgers hat just in case it hurts some feelings. So Okay. For now. Uh, this is predominantly a Raider show. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, so if you, if you want to leave, <laughs> leave, I mean, it's okay, I guess. That's all right, man. We'll, we'll see you. Uh, well... I never. guess we won't see you. No, yeah. no, we'll never see each other again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they ruined it for us. They hey, JC, it. you know me. This is my uh, my homeboy, John, here. He's the other uh, host. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. So before we get started, first things first, I got a uh, 12-year bottle of uh, Kirkland. Oh. Did you get anything over there, Jay? Uh, I thought you meant like drink ahead of time. I got, I hold on one second. One second. That's that's fine. I got a bottle. I I just put it in a glass. But... Well, that's nice. I'm not. That's okay. I'm you got yours really over bad. there, John. Yeah, I got this. Dunny. I got this nice. Uh... I got the uh, Costco size uh, bullet bourbon. Oh, uh, that's what's up. Love bullet. Yeah. See, a, he's making the big money right now, so he can afford the bourbon. The I got a nice little. Uh, I got Kirkland special. Shellback. I got a Shellback spice rum, eighty proof that I probably got at some weird liquor store somewhere. All right here you go. Let's get this started. Cheers. Cheers. <clears throat> oh man, for being Kirkland, it's pretty smooth. Yeah, yeah, can't be, can't complain with Costco stuff. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh boy. Costco, Costco, if you're listening, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> so this is a Costco podcast. <laughs> we're we're showing products from Costco. No, but really, thanks, thanks for coming on, JC. This is a uh, this is great to have you. We saw you across the way the other day, so kind of thought of you and said, "Hey, man, let's have this guy on the podcast." Yeah, He's man. Pretty interesting dude. Uh, some days, some days. <laughs> other days I'm just a hand. Well, so, uh, so first of all, let's get some info on you, man. What, uh, how long you've been diving for? 
Uh, I've been diving roughly seven years. Started when I was 20. I'm 27 now. Uh, you know, it was a last-ditch effort to uh, stay away from uh, the normality of society of getting a real job. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't mm-hmm. consider my job a real job. You know, I don't sit behind a desk or, you know, do all the things that everybody else do. We, what we do is pretty... Uh, Pretty special, you know, pretty unique. You, you, you talk to people and try to explain to them what you do. And there's no words. You just got to go and do it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's uh, never, never looked back, you know. I say sometimes I wish I would have stayed in college, but I mean, we all say that at one point in time down under when. When it dries up, yeah. We see yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, Where did you uh, go to school? I went to the great old DIT in Seattle. Washington. Very nice. Yes, I did. Uh, if I could do it again, I would uh, try to find the cheapest school, maybe Morgan City. I heard there was one for like five grand, but I mean, oh yeah, that's uh, pretty. That's pretty cheap. Yeah, I think I paid like thirty for mine. But I mean, at the end of the day, you get what you pay for. So uh, that's why I chose DIT. Yeah, yeah, I mean, as long as it gives you a good foundation, most of the skills you're going to get are on the job, you know. Right, exactly. And you look for someone that can hustle. Yeah, they teach you how to blow bubbles and not die out there. Right. Yeah, pretty much. So, you were so. Are you from here, from yeah. the LA area, from Long Beach, or? Nope, I was born in Hawaii. I grew up in Vancouver, Washington. I moved from Hawaii when I was seven. I moved down to California for work. Uh, started working at diving up in uh, Oregon for Fred Devine and jumped ship from there and uh, ended up at Muldoon Marine, which they got bought out recently by Subsea Global. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, John been here for five years, five, six years now. Nice. So when I first met you was a, uh was doing odd jobs with a uh, coast diving. Yeah. So yeah. how long ago was that, man? Time flies. It's got to be at least four years, four years right. ago. I, I think we're that, still kind of, kind of yeah. coming at your own at that point. Huh? Cause I think you were still with a uh, Parker when yeah, I was, I was still with Parker. Parker then. Yeah. I was, I was, there, I was with Parker then and uh, kind of secretly freelancing. And I mean, I'm glad I started doing that and not listening to them because I mean, you know, getting in early and just being on little odd jobs with these all these companies like Ballard Global and Harbor, you start to meet other people. And you know, if you're a hard worker, then you know later down the road, it, it you know that secures a job or an opportunity, mm-hmm. to say the least. Now, JC, did when you freelance, did that have you moving around a lot, or was it still pretty local to the area that you were in? Um. Uh, I mean, the farthest I, I've gone freelancing is Northern California, you know, Jackson, Sacramento area. Uh, but for the most part, I've stayed, uh, you know, California, local-ish. Uh, I did go to Olmstead, Illinois for a little hitch with global diving after, uh, that was my, right after I left Subsea Global. But for the most part, it's it's up and down, up and down the coast of California, um, which I mean, I don't mind. You know, you got to be a hustler. You got to be willing to chase the money to even be somewhat successful as a uh, freelance diver. You know. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, like I said, you got to chase the money, man. And 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 yeah. uh, I thought it was cool that you got to go out to Olmstead. You know, talk about a uh, talk about some different type of diving out there. <laughs> I mean, it was like mountain climbing underwater. The current was just. Oh, for sure. I've never dove in that fast a current. How how about yourself? It was pretty fast. Oh. Nothing, nothing like it, man. I mean, to I mean, I think ADC. Don't quote me on this, but I think they call dive operations at two knots. And from my research, every knot is equivalent to twenty-six miles an hour of wind on the surface. So some days we'd be diving at five, six knots, and you do the math, and you're like, "What the? How? How? How is it even possible?" But the guys who've been there and dove on that job realize, you know, those conditions. And I always uh, compared it to, you know, you go to school every day. And there's a bully. He beats you up and takes your lunch money. But it's not just you. It's every man on his crew. And it's every day repeats. It's an endless cycle. But, I mean, it, there's camaraderie out there. And, I mean, it, you, you might get, you might just set a downline your whole dive. But, I mean, you got five other guys coming behind you. Maybe set, set a travel line to get a, a saw over to a spot to cut a hole for a spall or something. You know, it was, it was small progress, different type of diving. Very, uh, very sketchy. <laughs> very sketchy. But the thing is, dude, that like that's the only way you could do the job. There's no other way to do it. You couldn't no. send a robot down there. You couldn't no. send nothing else down there. I mean, that's how you had to get it done. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to tame the Mississippi, is what we did, right? Exactly. And it's like you didn't have Viz. Viz, you you learn to just shut your eyes, use your hands, <laughs> right. uh, not fight things. You go with the flow, or you know. And it was, I honestly, I think that job made me, I came out of Olmstead, you know, at, at least twice the diver I was going into it, you know, just using skills that I had, you know, I've used, but not to that extent, you know, like burning Novis with current midwater, you know, or just, you know, you know how it is. Like, just. Yeah. Now, for being as sketchy as it was, man, it's like, it still felt like it was controlled. It was like a controlled chaos, you know? Yeah. Like they had their, they had their crap together. Everything went, you know, fine. Um, except for, I guess when it didn't, I, I don't want to get into it. Yeah. I think you were out there when, uh, yeah, I was, he was on my barge and I mean, that was, that was an eye opener. And when I left there, I getting back in the water was, uh, a hard thing for me. You know, I think my first dive after that was, maybe five feet and I was cleaning the bottom of one of our boats. But dude, I was checking my air, my regulator, like, is it breathing right? And my, you know, where's my umbilical, you know, just like hyper, uh, uh, just alerted to every little thing. And it took me a little while just to like, you know, I know the ropes, I know what I'm doing. This is my job. Like, you know, be cool. Don't get complacent. I, you know, after a little while I got over that, but I mean, it really showed me a respect for, the water, man, it's the strongest entity uh, on this planet. It has the power to give life, and it sure as hell has the power to take it away. And you got to respect that, man, at the end of the day. And uh, that's really kind of what that I took out from that uh, incident there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I didn't bring it up to, like I said, to try to try to drag up any memories or anything like that. And I'm not going to name the diver that yeah. lost his life yeah. because of uh, out, out of respect for his family. But, um, like I said, it's just something that happens where you've got to have some respect for the trade, you know, because mm-hmm. it could be you. Like every time I went under, I was thinking, man, I could get hit by a log and there's nothing, nothing right. I can do about it. I can exactly. get hit by something flying down the river. 
mm-hmm. there's nothing I can do about it, you know? So and it's like, I always tell people this is like, you can train a million different ways of like possible scenarios that are going to go wrong and how, what you're going to do, but it's always going to be that one thing that you didn't take into account for that one thing that freak mishap that's going to hem you up. And, and, and as soon as you find yourself in one of those situations, man, that you start panicking, panic, you panic, you're, you're done, man. You're done. You got to be able to stay cool, calm, collected, assess your situation. You know, hopefully you have a good deck running, uh, uh, you know, good deck hands and a, a good supervisor to walk you through that. Cause man, I've been there and you know, as a young diver getting in these situations, uh, it's scary and there's no time to like catch your breath or like tell yourself not panic, not panic. It happens like that, you know? And, have you uh, ever had like an old crap situation that you had to work through something? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was going to tell you this one. I've been, God, that sounded like one already. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting real emotional over here. Let's pop this beer open real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's, let's pop it yeah. open. We're, we're drinking. Pop it up here. So right now, uh, we're, we're going to pop open the uh, pizza port. It's called Today's Forecast. It's an IPA. It's actually uh, just got into the store today. So we're kind of some of the first to have it. Pizza port. Carl's bed. Tell me what you guys think of it. It's it's really good. It doesn't taste like an India uh, pale ale to me. Take a look at that ABV on the can. Does not taste like an IPA at all. Right. It's smooth. It goes down. It doesn't like... 7.2? That doesn't <laughs> taste like a 7.2. That's like, a trouble beer. That is... Yeah. Uh, I didn't pop that other one. One of those, that's for sure. That's good. Looks really good. Oh, Zach. Just dropped today, huh? I feel cool. Yeah, yeah you should feel very special. Ah. This yeah, is... So Pizza Port has pretty darn good pizzas, too. I've been to their spot in a. Sorry, what what city is that? Not the Carlsbad one. Encinitas, I think. Encinitas. Another one. I've been I've been to that one. Haven't been to the Carlsbad one, but really good stuff. Delicious. This is a great beer. I, I mean, it is. It is hops really that it has in there. It's a mosaic cashmere and azaka hops. Now Johnny and I brewed a brewed a beer with cashmere and azaka and a we magnum. Did. We did. It came out pretty good. It came out pretty good. We drank all of it, so sorry I couldn't. <laughs> keep up one. But the next this is batch, better. So next batch that we make, definitely send one your way. But yeah, yeah this, man. this is a really good beer. I can really drink drink several of these, and it would definitely make for a bad morning. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Seven point two. <laughs> oh man! <clears throat> all right. So now the oh shit yeah, moment. The oh crap moment. <laughs> All right, where was I? Okay, well, before I get into that, well, maybe I won't get into that. Maybe I'll just come in after. Uh, so I was working for uh, Subsea Global Solutions at the time. and uh, You don't have to name him if you don't want to. I'm not going to name, name his name just because, I mean, I don't yeah. want it to come back and bite me. For... So I'm just saying you don't have to name the company if you don't want to. We can oh, all... man. I... You don't give a crap. Forget them. I, I don't I can care <laughs> less about Subsea oh, yeah. Global. But, okay. uh, Subsea anyway. Global. Yeah, yeah. Sea Global, this is about you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was working for them at the time. We were on in uh, Inner Anchorage uh, doing a, a 
inspection on a uh, a tanker. We were doing NDT readings on a Mewis dock. Uh, diver before me, he he'd spent about four hours in the water. He was, you know, at his limit for his time. No harm, no foul. I was jumping in to uh, relieve him. Uh, so I, we we usually jump in and overlap. You know, we do the we do our uh, trade off in the water. You know, he shows you what's up, da da da, and starts heading out. We had this uh, new hire. Uh, he was a Navy diver. Uh, we all have our opinions on Navy divers. I think old Navy divers are a lot more respected than these. Uh, I can't even say describe it. it. Say I can't it. describe it without using foul language. These. Oh, are we not allowed to use foul language? I, I'm really trying, really trying to like. Well, his mom might see this, you know. Yeah, I, <laughs> my mom was a sailor. <laughs> there you go. Then you're fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this guy was just worm man uh but but anyways so we trade off I, I start doing my work i'm i'm right next to the propeller on the port side and uh i'm right next to this muse dock muse dock is like a a structure that helps deflect uh or control the uh water flow so and it's all welded and stuff so we're doing ndt on the, the weld seams and whatnot and you know i'm going I'm going about my business and my umbilical, like it feels like someone's starting to come up on it. I'm like, hey, slack, slack diver. All right, slack diver. You know, another minute comes by and now it feels like a grown man's like jerking on you. And I'm like, hey, stop coming up on my umbilical. So we're not. Okay, by that time, I was getting sucked onto the prop mm. and it was getting tighter and tighter mm. and tighter. And then eventually, I, I got pulled off the prop and now I'm hanging on for dear life to this Mewis duck. And the supervisor, it's silent. He's like, he's on the starboard side, so he can't see what's on the port side. Uh, and I'm like, sock diver, sock diver. And we're like, all your socks in the water. I am 15 feet from the boat. There's no reason why there should be 300 feet of umbilical. The Navy diver was my tender. Like, you should be able to differentiate when a diver is taking slack versus uh, a tide going out, mm-hmm. you know? So it gets, uh, the other diver is still in the water. He was at service ready to get out. So he comes back, you know, I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm thinking, you know, maybe a boat came by and grabbed my umbilical and they're going, you know, I finally, I, I can't hold on anymore. Uh, the other diver is holding onto my, uh, my harness and I'm just getting dragged through the water. Like from the Mewis stuff, uh, Mewis stuff just, like the force of God is ripping me out. You know, I'm thinking I got to ditch my hat. I got to get away from this thing. <clears throat> and I remember we had four, four, four wire comps so we could talk back and forth to the diver. And I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ditch my hat. You know, I'm going to ditch my hat. You know, I, I pop up to surface and immediately get dragged down to bottom. Uh, it, it happened so fast. He blew his table coming down with me. And, uh, we get down to bottom and I find a old concrete pile sticking up about 40, 45 degrees, maybe four or five feet up out of the mud at 90 feet. And uh, so what had happened was the tender threw all that hose, right? It got wrapped around. Now, around noon, the ships, they, they pivot. The, the wind changes. And the, the, the ship is anchored. You're tied up to the ship. 
Mm. Now it's like a pendulum, and all of the weight of the ship is now dragging you, slingshotting you down. And you know, and I was just like, you know, I'm so glad. If I was down there by myself, I probably would have ditched my hat, and then I got sucked back down. You know, mm-hmm. but I, it was that split second of keep your hat on, like I'm right there with you. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, I made it through it. He blew his table. He had to do in-water deco for six hours with no hot water. God. Holy and uh, I, I look up to that guy for, you know, you know sit, like being there, saving my life. I mean, it wasn't really anything he did except, you know, be there. But I mean, you, you, don't, you don't expect to have your umbilical sucked up or, or taken by a, a ship. And then, like, if you think of that and you're thinking, okay, the prop's going like this. I'm going to get sucked into this thing. Eventually, you know, that's what was going through my head. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to make a jam. I'm going to make a bolt for it, you know? And I mean, uh, lesson I took from that is, you know, oh, there's a couple. I mean, if you don't got tenders that are worth a shit on deck. There's no, they have no place on deck. And if it's because of your own negligence that you haven't taught them, you know, then that's on you. Also, uh, that whole concept of not panicking, you know, that really uh, instilled a, a lesson there of not panicking. So, I mean, that, that's the story in a, in a nutshell. Uh, I almost <laughs> threw the guy in the, in the water when I got on deck and crossed my job that day, but Man. somehow it was still my fault. Why would you throw 300 feet of slack when that's you're only 15 feet away? He was bragging, oh, I'm a Navy diver, this and that. And I'm like, who y'all yeah. deep sea? Who y'all? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and you know, and that's no offense to the guys that do know. know right, what the, no. The, the thing is, look, that's fine that you went through Navy dive school and you did the whole thing. That's, mm-hmm. I got huge respect for that, you know, right. challenging. But don't come onto a job site faking like you know everything because that's right. going to get someone hurt or killed. That's the only qualm I got with those guys. Mm-hmm. Some of those guys, I, they come in and they're, they think they're tough, tough butts, you know, and they end up it's, hurting people, you know, or they hurt themselves. So the yeah. thing is, look, you come on a job site, be honest with what you know, um, especially for the guys that you don't know, because there's a lot of times that we run into new guys. You know, if I come on to a job site with you, I know your skill set. I know what you can do. I'm not going to put you in a position to where, right. you know, you're going to, that, that you don't know what's going on and mm-hmm. vice versa, you know, so um, yeah, that, that, that's, that, that sucks too. And then also shows you as well, right? The supervisor's not just a job that you're just sitting back and just chilling. Right. You know, you got to have your head in a swivel and just, you know, you got to be seeing what everyone's doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm exactly. glad you're still here with us. And good thing that there was a tender in the water. So, right. Right. Yeah. That, that would have been a different story Cheers. without a tender out of the water. God, God yeah. change my drawers right now. Trust me, I, I had to wash my wetsuit out after yeah, that. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so, what's your uh, Instagram handle? We'll go straight from that into your Instagram. Lighten, right, yeah, let's let's lighten the room some light and some mood here. What's my my username? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Toss your plug yeah. out there. Uh, I think it's uh, Jim Diver. Uh, I got it for him. It's Jim underscore Diver. There we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah. So that leads me to my question: When did you decide to get all Jimmy up? Like. Are you swolled up or what? 
When did you decide to get beefcake? Uh, take off your I would shirt. say like right. Take off your yeah. shirt. Let me see. I, I just ate like a bunch of Carl's Jr. There's no way. I'm just I know kidding. That's right not that kind of podcast. During, yeah. uh, during this during this entire interview, have you once had a spontaneous like you know what? I need to get a quick pump in right now? No, not at all. I, I just it's uh, after diving all day. There's really no need to do anything but eat and drink. Uh, but uh, no, I started in high school. You know, I, I was, uh, I don't know, I wasn't like a big person, a scrawny. So, I mean, uh, I lifted through high school, all through my, I mean, it's, and it's been an outlet, an outlet for me. You know, it's a place where I can get my aggression out. It's uh, it, the job that we do is very physically demanding. And I don't ever want to be put in a position where I'm too weak to do something or where I have to rely on someone else to do something for me in the water or lift something up, you know, and it's, I don't know, it's just beneficial. And I, I don't do it to, to look good. I like to lift heavy just to see what, what the fuck I'm made out of, you know, like half the time I'm walking around broken and they're like, dude, you're, you, why do you even do this? You're <laughs> sore most of the time. You know, I'm like, I don't know. I'm a glutton for, for pain. I, I, it's, you know, I, and that's about the extent of it, man. And just, I'm not swole. I'm 190 pounds, six foot. Like, I got fucking chicken legs, oh. but they strong though. Okay. What's your uh, personal best in squats? Uh, 455. 455, 500 on deadlift, 315 on bench. Nice. Is, nice. I uh, yeah, I mean, it's something to be proud of, but like uh, you said, you know, it's, you're always challenging yourself. And, and I'm only going to be young for so many more years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I might as well. Throw the ball old back out and break the knees and have fun doing it. Right. Well, we I really enjoy your Instagram. I I've been following you for a long time now, so yeah. We see all what you put up there, like the fuckery with the welder and all that good stuff. That oh was, man, you have no idea. I was losing my mind. That yeah, day. that I looked like, like a very frustrating day. Oh man, yeah. I I got, I got the job done, but I mean. I was like, I, I'm not getting in that water unless you get a, a welder. Like, I need a welder that has amperage control, that can go above 110, you know, that can hold an arc for longer than 30 seconds, maybe a ground that'll stay. And I think it looked like a battery charger. Bro, it, they brought that on another job. We were down in San Diego. Manson got their uh, pile cutter stuff. So I had to go down there and burn this, like, I don't know, two-inch steel plate. And I'm like, I bring this welder on deck and I'm like, what is this? How am I going to, I mean, how am I going to get 300 amps to a a broco rod or, or, you know, I'm like, whatever, whatever. This this is one of the best outfits in the West coast, you know, but can't get a welder. It is what it is. It's just just like I said, it gets spread thin sometimes. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, I thought it was kind of funny though. Like we've had to, we've, it doesn't matter who you work for. There's going to be times where you've got to just throw stuff together, especially in the water. You, I no. mean, like I told Johnny before, Splashdown's your best friend. You know, it really is, man. Best friend. Splashdown welders, that's what we all are, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I had the idea of just taking all the car batteries and splicing the, the, uh, the leads <laughs> to the car batteries, you know, get a, get a couple good minutes going, you know, just... Mm. All right, buddy, go for it. That's too funny. So, what's some other hobbies, man? You got? Uh, I like to go fast on like pretty much anything. I I 
you know, started riding bikes, uh, motorcycles in Washington. I don't know. I've been in like three motorcycle accidents. Something told me, I was like, maybe I should uh, stop riding in LA because, you know, nobody looks for you. They're always on their phone, right. whatever. Uh, so I was like, all right, I'm going to build a fucking race car. So that's been my newest money pit. Uh, I bought a uh, 2010 Cadillac CTSV. So it's a 6.2 liter supercharged mo- motor uh basically a four-door corvette and uh did a bunch of mods to that uh flew the motor up to june yanked the motor out and uh i've been building the motor uh since and i just finished building the motor uh bought a new supercharger injectors seal system the whole nine and uh i'm hoping to get like 1100 to the wheel so you know probably like 1300 to the motor and uh now people are like, you, where does all your money go? And like, don't you have responsibilities? I'm like, yeah, I do. I live by myself. I own my own car. I have been responsible, but I mean, I want to do this before I have kids. So I mean, before I have something else to live for, you know, mm-hmm. that's right. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'll <laughs> see you. I'll see you at the light, bud. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. A uh, new hobby that I just got into is trading stocks and options and currency is fascinating, you know? I mean, that's kind of like what I have envisioned in my mind is my ticket out of diving, out of like working. Mm, period. Yeah, and then you always yeah. got something to fall back on when you lose your Right, vote. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know? Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, those are basically... You know, just a couple of the hobbies. I don't know how much more you want me to go into it. Yeah, like like I said, just kind of wondering, you know, just to just see what we kind of do as divers outside of our, you know, diving life. Because it is a lifestyle, you know. It it's, is. It's definitely a lifestyle. You're on to the next job, the next job after that. And, you know, like I said, it's kind of hard to explain, describe it, but you kind of get used to the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I was able to go into public service and kind of get out of the lifestyle. But then again, I'm in a different situation. You know, I had... Right. I've got a bunch of kids and 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 a wife right. at home. You know that them just, those kids Homestead was the last uh, <laughs> was the last straw for her. Yeah, uh, I was out in Homestead for a couple months, and that was it. You know, that's a good like, no, run, never right? again. And the worst part about it was I didn't even make any money. I just broke even. It's because we got shut down so many times. Oh yeah, foul weather and yeah. But but yeah. Anyways, man. Like I said, uh, just wanted to just have you on and you know talk a little bit about uh about the trade and. You know, just, uh, you've been doing this for seven years now. So you're like almost, you're pretty much in the prime of your, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm still young ish. I mean, yeah. I'm still like the youngest on every crew I go to, except I don't know. I had recently, I had this kid under me and I call him a kid and it sounds weird saying kid. Cause I'm usually a kid. And I'm like, dude, you're a fucking kid. And like, you're like <laughs> me like five years ago. And I'm like, you know, it's kind of weird thinking how long I've been diving for, but. And I'm just glad I'm surrounded by guys who've been doing this for 10, 20 years now and just soak up all this stuff and you listen to their stories of how they fucked up or partied their life away or married this woman and had kids with that woman. And you're like, don't do that. Don't do that. Do that. And it's just like, cool. Now I got to pass this on to these, these, you know, these young bucks that are coming underneath me, you know, because I mean, that's, that's the only way we're going to keep this, this industry alive. And I feel like, uh, Speaking, yeah. speaking of those young bucks, and this is a perfect segue to my last question for you, is uh, tell us 
what you would say, give advice to any of the young divers who really don't know if they really want to get into it. They have interest in it. They don't know anything about it, though. They just want to jump in at cold feet. What would you like, tell him? Go, or go to dive school or after dive school? Before dive school. Okay. All right. They just, All right. And they just think that they're going to make tons of money. Well, first off. Yes. You can. Let's rephrase it. You're not going to, but you can. It's all limited to how hard you're willing to work, what you're willing to sacrifice, you know, and patience, 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 patience. Don't have, don't have a big head coming in. No, no OG diver, old head wants to, uh, uh, can punk us know it all. Keep your head down, ask the questions, listen, repeat, do as told, puts the lotion on the skin, repeat. And, you know, if you could do that while learning, and you, and you like a challenge and you want to you want an adventure then i mean go ahead diving is diving is for you i mean that the divers were a certain breed man we're there's very few trades out there that are like us you know i mean we're wild i mean adventurous i mean outsiders dude right exactly and i mean if you're not afraid of being uh different and for a challenge then that's for you but i mean if you're looking for a quick buck a quick payoff then i i, I would say save that 30 grand and go be a lineman or 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 find go go sit in a crane you know i mean if college right. isn't if college isn't for you college wasn't for me man i i couldn't do it I, I went to school to be a mechanic first a decent mechanic i worked in that trade uh i was always good with my hands you know taking apart things uh, I wasn't making any money and I went to school for welding, learned all the processes of welding and I heard about underwater welding. I'm like, oh my God, but you know, like everybody else here that wants to go to dive school, like I want to be an underwater welder. I fell for the gimmick, never <laughs> over my life. <laughs> Get to dive school and I'm like, well, here we go, first dive. Oh, cool, this is this is cool. What, I got to work under here? I got to use hydraulics? <laughs> I got to, I got to swim ships? And I mean, dude, there's, it's, it's not what they're going to sell you on. It's, there's so much more. And uh, I mean, my drive to become where I was at was everybody saying I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to make it, you know. That's just me. Everybody's different, you know. I refuse to fail or, or not fail. I, I refuse to not succeed. I love to fail because you learn from failure, you know. But I mean, that's, that's all I'd have to say to any new, new person that's interested into becoming a diver. Mm-hmm. Do it. Commit to it, you know. Give it at least three years. Don't give up on the first year because you ain't going to make sh- First year, I barely made 30 grand. Second year, it was like 40 grand. Third year, I was like 50. And the year after that, I was like, okay. It, it just kept going up and it's been going up. I mean, this year, COVID, we just chalked that up as a loss, you know. But I mean, the money's out there. It's just, are you willing to go grab the bag, you know? Mm-hmm. So. And speaking of which, so. You know, we don't want to take up too much of your time, but I definitely know that we can probably be talking for like yeah, another man. hour, you know, but uh, you, know, sure. you got to take off tomorrow, don't you? Yeah, I'm going to be uh, Santa Cruz Islands, going to drive up to Ventura, catch crew boat, go do some job I know nothing about. Uh, you know the deal. Yeah. Be here, bring your sh- dive, dive, dive. Uh, but the yeah. The dream. That's the dream. Yep. I don't even ask questions anymore. All right, work. Cool.
There you, you go. Yeah, you know, that's what the crew likes too. You don't want to have a toxic dude in there to, no. you know, that's complaining over everything, you know, and pooping on everybody. And so you've always had a really good attitude, you know, you're always hard worker from the jobs that I've been on with you, a good mm-hmm. attitude, hard worker. And that goes a long way, goes a long way with the people that you've worked with too. Um, right. I think it's awesome that, you know, you know, a whole lot of the older old timers that I know too, that I've worked with as well. Right. You know? And that goes a long way. You know, a lot of this is about who, you know, and uh, it, it is. definitely on the right track to, to kind of, you know, kind of set you're, yourself up for the future. You're a shit bag. Someone else knows someone else mm-hmm. and they're going to tell someone else that you're a shit bag and then you're not working. So it's, I, it's a small community, man. But Real small. Real At least small. here on the West coast. So, yeah. You know, and then, uh, yeah, like I said, you know, you've done mostly all inland, right? You're going to be yeah, offshore. Yeah, all inland. I mean, the only offshore I've been was dropping thrusters on an oil rig, and that was 40 days and uh, in the Gulf of Mexico. I mean, but yeah, like all inland, near intercoastal diving, you know. So, right on, JC. Yeah. We'll definitely want to have you on again, man. But yeah. uh, so. Like I said, uh, thanks, th- thanks for coming on tonight. Yeah, thank you we'll very you much. Get back to your awesome. packing. Um, before we go, I'm going to take another shot. Yeah, I, I packed everything yeah. before I, I got drunk. Oh, you did? Awesome. <laughs> I already know how this is going to go. Perfect. All right, guys. Did you guys drink your beer already? Yeah, mine's got a little bit left. Oh. Mine's been gone for a while. Oh. <laughs> Just dumped it all over. I had some residuals. Uh, all right. All right, JC. Thanks. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, man. Well, man. That was yeah. really good. Wow. What a great episode. Well, that wraps things up here at the Bottom Dwellers Dive Shack. I want to thank you all for listening. Make sure you follow us at uh, on Instagram. I'm at LB Diver. JC's at Jim underscore Diver. And also give our good friends at Port Town Divers a follow. We want to thank you again, and we'll see you next time.